0: Internet, what is up? I hope everybody enjoyed last week's podcast. Okay, let's cannonball into business stuff. This episode of the podcast is, yes, once again, brought to you by me. And we are here to talk about Patreon. Okay, we got big things going on at Patreon. We've got YouTube started, and we've got Patreon to support that. So, if you like our YouTube page, okay, at Lone Element, of course, And you go over there and you're like, oh, wow, I like this content. If you want to help support that content and make it amazing and you love the podcast and what's going on here, then go over to Patreon and jump on Patreon. We've got lots of tiers. I've got a broad spectrum set up to support whatever financial bracket you fall into. Okay, Our first tier is underway. It's called underway. It's five bucks a month. What you get for five bucks a month, you get exclusive access to full-length video interviews, like we've started doing video interviews. Okay, this weapon's free. Wednesday, for example, the full-length video is going to be on Patreon. If you guys want to watch Cato and I chop it up, audio is always going to be free, so you'll be able to f- jump on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Are always going to be free. Okay, but if you want to watch the video portion of this, you'll be able to catch a highlight clip on YouTube. But if you want the full-length interview slash episode, you got to jump on Patreon and sign up for five bucks a month. In addition, that'll give you a monthly live Q&A where I get everybody gathered up on Patreon and we do a live Q&A, and then we record it. So if you miss it, you can't make it, I post the recorded session to Patreon. Then you'll get exclusive posts, photos, and articles, stuff that I post, pictures, all the things. I write articles from time to time about preparedness and readiness and training, mindset, and different tips and tricks and hacks. All right, our next uh, tier is going to be the patrol base. That's 10 bucks a month. That gets you the full-length video interviews. That gets you monthly live Q&A, recorded live Q&A, access to post photos and articles. But then in addition, what that gets you is access to the Signal group chat and then a sticker pack. So you get a sticker pack with 12 stickers in it, and then you will get access to the Signal group chat, which means you can jump in there and you can push the button and get a hold of me anytime. Now, my competition out there, or my peers in the industry, I should say, they're charging $50 to 100 bucks a month for direct access. Nope, not me. 10 bucks a month. You'll get access to the Signal group chat. You'll be able to ping me anytime you want with any questions. All right, next tier. And this is our best value and our most popular. It's 25 bucks a month. And this is called the Mission Prep Team Room. It's called Team Room, but we do the Mission Prep stuff in there. What you will get with that is exclusive access to full-length videos. You get the monthly live Q&A, recorded Q&A, exclusive post videos, photos and articles, sticker pad, access to the Signal group chat, bonus video episodes, Tradecraft, okay? And what I do in the Tradecraft videos is we talk about tips, tricks, and hacks for gear, travel, packing, guns, equipment, you name it. We've got tips and tricks that we do in video. Uh, I think the last one we put up was gun painting, which also just went up on YouTube. And then I think we did another one on like what's in my range box. So if you are into that type of thing, that type of content, sign up for the $25 a month. And then also that gets you a free Loan Element hoodie. So there's a lot of value there. You get a hoodie, you get stickers, you get extra videos, you get access to the Signal group chat. It's a pretty good deal. That's our best and most popular value on the site. Then last tier, in, this, in the stack tier, you get all the aforementioned things, but the cherry on the cupcake for the in the stack, which is 50 bucks a month, is after you've paid into it for six months, you get a training class hosted by me, a firearms training class or low light or force on force training class of your choice, which we're gonna be getting those up and rolling here pretty soon. Got some exciting things going on with our good friend, Brittany May. We're gonna be doing some joint courses with her going into winter and spring of 23. So stay tuned for that. Okay, well that takes care of business stuff. So now, you guessed it folks, it's that time. It's fucking Wednesday. And it's time for Weapons Free Wednesday, so let's fucking G-O. So So audio sync in, do you want the honors? Uh, you, You can do it. Three, two, one. Okay. Here we are.
1: Yeah, we're back. We're back. We're fucking back! It's our uh, first weapons free, first one of the
0: year of 2023. Yeah, weapons free of 2023, first one. Here we are, and there's so much to talk about. There's a lot. To, I was gonna ask, what do you want to start with? <laughs> oh, there's I a lot of I things. I don't know. I don't even know where to. I don't know where to even begin to start because there's been so much crazy shit that's happened from. When we, did, we did our. Like Thanksgiving? Yeah, we did our last weapons free, like right it after was Thanksgiving. Yeah, like we did. Did we do one? Was it before or after Jess? No, it was after. Was it after? Yeah, it was after
1: Jess. No, before.
0: Was it before? She was episode
1: 40. So did we do. Yeah, we did one after Jess, and that was yeah. Thanksgiving, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. And then that, that's that been it. Yeah. We've had a busy. What was it? Busy two and a half? Two and a half months? I mean. December, January, and here we are, beginning of February. Yeah, yeah. Two months. It's been a busy two months. I mean, Christmas, mm-hmm. New Year's, which we had a we family had, members. We had a good Thanksgiving and we had a good Christmas, did we not? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The wa- the ranch was nice and quiet. New Year's mm-hmm. was not nearly as rowdy as last year or the no. year before, because well, that's what everyone wants to hear. They want to hear New Year's two <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Okay. Well, People are going to want to know. Yeah. Well, we took a – we we realized how
0: crazy we were <laughs> the year before, and it was completely unintentional. Like, we didn't go out with the intention of no getting as crazy as things went, and I did not, in fact, wake up naked on anybody's couches. This, this time. Yeah. But it's because we had serious talks with ourselves, and we're like, okay, we're not going to – we're not going to get crazy. We're not going to have a replay of New Year's. So, what's our turnaround time? What's our hard turnaround time? Mm-hmm. Yes. What's our what is our definite hard time of being done? And we did a good job. Like we, what
1: time did we call it? One a, one a.m. The party ended at three, and I called it at two because if we went any further, the road would be swarmed with everyone trying to leave the party, and then the cops would be out. Yes. I think at like 2 or 2.15, I was like, Brian, we're done. (laughs) No, it was super smart. It was super smart.
0: Yeah, it was a good, that was a good, it was a good call.
1: Being like, yeah, when was the last time you
0: went clubbing in Jackson? I've never been clubbing in Jackson. That was the first time in the, since I've been there in like since 2011 that I've been clubbing,
1: so to speak. I mean, they turned the whole fucking hotel lobby into a club. It was like full-on rager lights, fucking people at the door, everything. Yeah, there was a fancy DJ spinning his fucking tunes. crappy, crappy Euro music. Crappy Euro (laughs) trap hop. But it was fun. I don't know what it was. I hung out for a bit. It was all right. Got to talk to some people. Everyone we knew was there. Yeah. It was like everyone that was a local between the ages of like thirty and sixty was like at this party. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that's that's <laughs> factual.
0: Yeah. We had a good time. Like so we went to Teton Tai, kicked it off at Teton Tai as yep. we do with our favorite folks at Teton Tai. Yep. Shout out shout out to the Teton Thai
1: crew. We refused some drinks but accepted others. Yes. Which we didn't do last time because we learned our lesson. Yes, because
0: we know that there's two individuals there. We won't say their names. Raquel and Patrick. Yes. That (laughs) are extremely heavy-handed when it comes to, like, pouring drinks, which is great. That's great. I I enjoy that. But you got to be careful because... It's really kind of them. It's very kind of them. It's also a very slippery slope. Like, you will one minute be doing just fine. Mm -hmm. And then Patrick, as he does, will lovingly suggest that you have another drink. Or like, hey, we're all going to do a shot. Do you want in? Oh, yeah. That happened. <laughs> that happened a couple times. We didn't go as extreme with that this year as we did last year. I think last year they did like five or six shots. Whereas this year I think we only participated in two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think last year they did six shots. And then this – this. I mean they were also partying themselves last year. Yeah. Whereas this year it was like everyone was going to close up the restaurant and then head to the party.
0: Yeah, the party right. was the
1: restaurant last year. Yeah. Like,
0: they shut the restaurant down, and we, like, had our own, like, rang in our new, the new year with our own little party at the restaurant. Yeah. Whereas, like, this year, everybody
1: wanted to go to the. Yes, the, they were, like, actually cleaning up and closing up closing to go to, to the actual party yes. instead of bringing everyone's party to the Correct. restaurant. Correct, yeah. So. So, yeah, it was good. This year we did, we fared much better.
0: Way, way better. I think so, we
1: played it smart. We learned our lessons. I definitely learned a lesson.
0: Yeah, I definitely learned a lesson. So it was good. It was a good time on New Year's. And then, and then we had SHOT Show. Yep. And you had family
1: in town. I had family in town, so I did not participate, you did not participate. in the SHOT Show.
0: It was a good show. It was a
1: good show. Um, I'm excited for you to go next year. I'm excited to go next year. Yeah.
0: That's going to be good. Um I did not get as much accomplished as I wanted to get accomplished because you were not there and we could not di- we could not have a division of labor or a division of forces. And so <clears throat> I wanted to do way more show coverage, you know like the firearms blog does, where you like walk around and you're like hey, so and so with this of this company with this new piece of gear, like tell yeah, us but about it, get new banned procedure. so quickly.
1: I mean there is some creep. hey, tell me about your new <clears throat> product. Oh, it does this and this. But 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 why did you make this product?
0: Mhm. Yeah,
1: sir, you're not allowed back in our booth, <laughs> right? <laughs> Ever again? <clears throat> yeah,
0: yeah. There is that. H- however, I- I'm—I don't think I would want to do coverage on anything that I one don't particularly like myself, or two, something that I think is a piece of shit that is a Me Too product. Which there's a lot of that out there. There's a l- there's I a, mean there's a metric shit ton of Me Too products out there, and I just I try to stay away from companies that are doing that. And I like to stay kind of at the forefront of, like, what's cutting edge and, and innovation, so to speak. I don't like to, like, I wouldn't be, I certainly wouldn't be going to,
1: you know, the Blue Force gear booth and being like, hey, could you guys show me your new 10-speed pouch? for the like? No, no. but you would go to the Holosun booth to go check out their new integrated thermal that only goes to 69 yards. Yeah,
0: so that I can maybe talk some shit. Yeah. Right. mm mm-hmm.
1: That may, that might Did be. you see any Chinese spies walking around taking pictures of things? I is mean, like, there be a airsoft I mean, Eotech OGL before the real one shows so up.
0: So many Asians there with cameras that it's like yeah, it's, but how many of them are legit? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> how many of them are are legit? <clears throat> I mean, we had some. I had some problems with like registering this year because I this year we went as a I, I went as a media entity for the first time instead of like right. a, a designer which is how I've gone to SHOT Show for the last, this was my 18th show. So I went the previous 17 as a designer and, dev, and product developer. So this was the first year that I finally was like, are you, you going to be all right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. This was the first year. Wash it down with some scotch. Yeah. You'll be okay. This was the first year I went as a media entity. And As when I registered, they wanted all kinds of like media certifications and credentials and proof of this and proof of that. Yeah. And I just had to become like, I I just had to, I finally had to break out the credentials because I was just trying to let the guy like do his job. But I eventually had to be like, look, bro, this is my 18th show. This is who I was. And this is the, my entity. This is Orion design group. This is, and like he went through the database and was like, oh yeah, Bishop was registered in (laughs) for the last decade. Right. (coughs) <coughs> excuse are you, me are you going to be okay I need to wash it down <laughs> thank goodness for Melvin Um, so yeah he finally like looked at my registration history under my product company and was like oh okay yeah this guy is legit he does come to the show every year let's fucking so I did he did capitulate and give me a media yep. credential which I was able to get into the show with which, which was great did they charge you for that no <laughs> no they did not I don't know if they charge for media badges or not but I did not get charged but it's mainly because I literally emailed this. This guy and I had back and forth emails probably like know, six or seven times to like yeah. figure call. out what y- they needed from you. to e- Correct. Yeah. yeah. So I get to go to the show as a media person for the first time, which was really cool because it the pressure was off to do a lot of biz dev where I'm like walking around, like going to
1: meetings. For I mean, yeah, you, you get to be like a secret squirrel almost, right? Because you're not representing anyone else other than yourself at this point.
0: Yeah, well, I just wanted to tell. I just wanted to cover. Like, I wanted to do podcasts while I was there, and then I wanted to do show coverage. And unfortunately, the show coverage piece is what suffered because I've been in the industry so long. Like, I run into all kinds of people, and as I'm standing there, I'm like run into somebody that you I get dragged s- to bars for ten uh, hours. Yeah, so, yeah. So that happened <laughs> day day one of the show. You can't
1: blame it on me not being there. There's no show coverage because Cato wasn't there. Well, I mean. It, There's no show coverage because Brian bumped into some friends and disappeared for 12 hours. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened. So, like, I showed up day
0: one of the show. I'm running around with Kelsey, showing her the what's what, because she's never been on the show floor before. On the floor, yeah. So I'm showing Kelsey what's up. And um, she had big old eyeballs and was, like, looking around like a kid at Disneyland. It was great. Um, You know, she's Canadian and has never seen... That Many guns and she likes place, big though. guns, yeah, because she was an artillery yeah. person, yes. yeah. She, yeah. she had a blast. So then I bump into some of my special unit friends that I worked with in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and we hadn't seen each other for a long time mm-hmm. a few years. And so we immediately started holding court, and then before I know it, they were like, Come on, you're coming with us, we're going to this place, and we're going to that place. And we ended up just <laughs> Leaving the show floor and going out in the hall and doing
1: a bar hop, mm. get in the car. We're doing hoodrat things. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what happened. And when those people say you're doing that, you don't say no.
0: Yeah, when your former special mission unit friends yeah. tell you that you're participating in something, you're you don't participating. You participate. You don't get a choice. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, yes, I will get in the car. How, how much ammo do I need for this? Doesn't matter. Get mm-hmm. in the car. Don't worry, we have mags in the car, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what happened. So. <laughs> I ended up doing, day
1: one was like, how was the show floor? I didn't do anything today. Mm -hmm. Your voice sounds a little, I bumped into friends. (laughs) Say no more. Yeah.
0: I got it. Yeah. That's what happened. And then I just know so many people that I would run into somebody on the show floor and that would turn into a 30 minute conversation. Mm Mm-hmm. Or it turns into, hey, I'm going to go over to so-and-so's booth. Come with me real quick. I want to introduce you to someone. Yeah, I want whatever. to introduce yeah. you to someone. Or I want I I want to, I want you to talk to somebody. Or somebody that we both know that we're both really good friends with is over at another booth. And they're supposed to meet up with them. Yep. And then when all three of us get together, we start holding court right there. And then before you know an it. An hour has gone by. An hour has gone <laughs> by. And then as you're breaking loose from that conversation and starting to leave, a fourth person shows up that you haven't seen forever. Right. And then... Wash, rinse, repeat. Oh, hey, I'm going over here. Come with me real quick. Or, hey, you know what? We're meeting whoever for drinks. Yeah, we're meeting whoever for yeah, drinks. Yeah, yeah. Come with us and have a drink. And so then you just end up, if you're not careful, getting hijacked really, really fast. And then your time just goes. And before you know it. You're in the
1: Las Vegas th- hole.
0: Yeah, you're in the Las Vegas <laughs> hole. And the show floor is closing. Yep. And you didn't accomplish any of your product review show coverage objectives. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. pretty much happened all four <laughs> days in yeah, a row, I was gonna say, yeah, I managed to walk around and like take pictures of a few things that I really really liked. I put those things up on Instagram. There was like six or seven things that I really really mm-hmm. liked at the show, um but yeah, so that was that was shot show. It was a fantastic show. My favorite part of the show was seeing how happy everybody was. To be back together. Compared again. to last year. Well, yeah. So last year we went and we didn't go down to the show floor because yeah. my people on the show floor were like, don't waste your time coming down here. Nobody's here. Nobody's here. The floor <laughs> is literally dead right now. Mm-hmm. Now, the people that were working the booth, like I talked to my friends over at Daniel Defense and they thought it was great. They're like, the show last year was so rad because... It just hung out there. Yeah. Did you, nothing. Yep. Talk to nobody. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just get like... <laughs> when you're When you're working a booth at a trade show, you get mobbed and some of that is, you know... Is a divis a business development thing, and you do well with it, like because you're like talking to sales reps and you're talking to, you know, people that are gonna put in purchase orders for your product. So yep. it's lucrative, and you, from a sales perspective, especially if you're a bigger entity, like you can do well at Shot Show. Um, but then there's also the other side of the coin, which is the all the gun tubers, you know, that have fucking six followers or whatever that managed to like get into the show somehow that now want to talk to you and re- waste mm-hmm. a ridiculous amount of your time. When you could be
1: talking to other people selling your product, you're talking to this like gun. Tell me about this product. And yeah. then you recite the spec sheet. Yeah. He, and then you look at the mm-hmm. rep's face and they're dead inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of that. I think you can see that on YouTube mm-hmm. with most of them. Yeah. Like unless they're actually friends mm-hmm. with the interviewer. Yeah. Well It's <clears throat> just like a spiel. Yeah, there's some that do a really good job with it.
0: <clears throat> I. e. gun tubers is what I'm talking about. There's there's people that do a really good job with it and there's other people that do not do a good job with it and yeah. And then come so like come day three, day four of the show, <coughs> the if you if you've been working the booth and talking to every gun tuber in the industry about stuff like it's whatever product you're your soul your soul is pretty much crushed at that point and you're just like (laughs) you're counting the minutes until you can be be, not be on the show floor be on the show floor and be done and heading on a plane heading home so last year people were like oh so awesome it was so great if they were working a booth yeah people that were walking the show like i normally do were like it sucked nobody was there it was complete waste of time and money i was like oh cool like none of the meetings happened on the mm, show floor last year no no so you and I didn't get to experience that because we just stayed in the hotel room and podcasted the whole time. So, which turned out good. the The show, though, I knew we were back in business when I went over to the floor, got my badge, and then was walking back through the casino and went to the Circle Bar, mm-hmm. the new Circle Bar, because the old Circle Bar, the really good one that was like renowned for a lot of SHOT Show chaos was actually in the Palazzo and for some reason they tore it out. So now there's the the other circle bar is in the Venetian yeah, and it's where everybody congregates and like it's a good watering hole. It is a good watering hole and so like the who's who of the industry was gathered around and this was the this was the night before the show opened so like Mm -hmm. I get my badge I walk out there and the one thing that just made me happy was like watching how psyched like everybody was so happy laughing, joking, big smiles on everybody's faces, people giving each other hugs, people giving each other high fives. Yep. And I was like, "Yes. We're back, people. We're fucking back. The industry's back." It feels good now that there's a, now that the dumbassery with COVID has fucking subsided. The industry's back. And I talked to everybody in the show floor that was now back in booths and they were smoked. <laughs> they, I talked to them on day 4. And they were like, bro, this is the busiest show since like 2013. And I'm like, I believe it, you know, like this was, this is a really popular show and for our industry, it's the show for our industry for, you know, the firearms. Yeah, the one show, pretty much. Firearms and there's a couple other ones. Yeah, but this one is. It's the one. It's the Super Bowl show, you know, it's like, it's, it's the big, it's the big daddy. So it's important for everybody to
1: go and participate and, and they blow a lot of money on those booths, Oh, depending yeah, on the company, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. How much does Sig spend?
0: I don't know. <clears throat> I know that the just the floor space in the Surefire booth, like they have a hundred by hundred booth, and I think that's a quarter mil for that much, right? And then they've got like another half mil in setup. Surefire, <clears throat> back when I was working for them, used to spend two to three million on shot show. Oh, uh, booth space. Uh, Booths set up. Hotels. Hotels for everybody. Food for everybody. Plane tickets. Plane tickets for everybody. It was, yeah, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those bigger companies, but they have the budget to do that because when I was working at Surefire. I mean,
1: that's why I was asking about SIG because I was like.
0: Yeah, when I worked at Surefire, like I think we had a, like one year we did. They did, like at the, and this was like at the height of the fucking GWAT. Like we were ball had just gotten balls deep in Iraq. This was like 2007, 2008, I think they did like $265 million that year or something like that. It was big. Damn. <clears throat> so yeah, when you do 265 What's $3 million on three, a booth? $3 million is a
1: great tax write-off for for marketing expenditures. And so. Having fun for a weekend yeah. after you talked your ass off mm-hmm. for four days. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so it was a great, it was a really great show. I really, I had a good time and enjoyed myself. What and was I'm the
1: like, one product you saw that you actually wanted?
0: I mean, there was a lot.
1: Um, that I saw. I one. Want to, you get to pick one. <laughs> Out of all the things? Out of all the things. <clears throat> one. I want the flip-up panos. I was going to say, God damn it. You're gonna, <laughs>
0: yeah. You would. Yeah. So there's a gear called Nocturne Industries and they
1: made uh, a pano bridge Yeah, that flips up. It It, it goes this way mm-hmm. and then this way. Yeah. Which is like, that's pretty cool. It is
0: really cool. Because the big complaint with panos is, you know, they you can't roll them up like you can with any other you know binocular mm-hmm. night vision. Mm-hmm. Like a majority of the binocular might, night vision, even 15s, like you can move your mount out away from your helmet and, and you then you can roll still them roll them up out of your face yeah. without flipping them up. Panos can only go up. <clears throat> yeah, the only ones that you can't do that with are you know the old Anvis sixes, nines, or the the RNVGs. You can't roll those. Those don't roll. They're not articulating body. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how panos are. Panos were a non-articulating body too. So if you wanted them, you had to flip them. You have to flip them up,
1: which then you've got this huge like. It's already bad enough with normal nods in the rhino mode. And now you've got double the weight or like a little more than. Yeah.
0: They're not great for like flipping up and wearing in the flipped up (laughs) configuration. (laughs) Excuse me. So I like those. Mm. And what's funny is like that's the one thing that I didn't really get to check out closely were those – because I wanted to like finger fuck them and like try them on. i was surprised. Fuck, Yeah. surprised. did yeah. I didn't make it down there.
1: That would have been the first booth I would have like – Beelined right beelined to. it. Yeah, I didn't make it to that booth. I really wanted to go to – Well, no, I would have went to like Tangent Theta – or Night Force. And then.
0: <laughs> yeah, I went by the I went by the Night Force booth ran into Todd Hodnett. Him and I of course like had a fucking hilarious conversation. He's that dude is hilarious. Um was he working the booth or was he just there? Um no, he was working the booth, but no. he was only in there for an hour a day. Like he had no. to like come come meet Todd Hodnett from 3 to 4 every we day for his reticles. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and he's yeah. not only is he a fantastic human, but he and brilliant. Um but he's just a great dude too, and hopefully I'll get him. On, I'll get him on the podcast because I
1: need to pick his brain. I don't think he's done a whole lot of media. I've only heard him on. I think it was a Kevin Owens podcast. Yeah, yeah. Before. I want <clears throat> to.
0: I want to get him on. He agreed to come on. So I when I ran into him and him and I were like joking around, laughing, and he's telling me funny ass stories and shit. Um, and I told him, okay, well. I'm going to have to have you come on and tell some of these stories on the podcast. And he was like, absolutely. And then we tried to do it at the show, but it just like his schedule, my schedule, they didn't like It doesn't up. always work. <laughs> it doesn't always work. So he agreed to come on. I'm going to get him on probably. We'll have to do it remotely over Riverside, but we'll get we'll get him on the cast. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that would probably be the one thing that I wanted to check out was... The, I mean, that's a good pick yeah. of all the things that were released. Yeah, That's and I, good I am very in also very interested in the that new laser that um Eotech just dropped, the OGL. Supposedly,
1: it's bigger than normal. No, it's actually they not. say it's well. They were like, it's a pack of a deck of cards. So and everyone's like, no, it's not. It's at-peel size.
0: No, it's smaller than the peel but it's bigger than the engul. It's like in between the at Okay, it's in between the PEC fifteen. And the end goal. The end goal is tiny. And still
1: unavailable. <clears>
0: and $1,000 over price. <laughs> that's true. They did <laughs> promise to release it for commercial use. And they did promise it to have it at like the $1,000 to $1,200 mark. Which I'm hoping. No, it's not. It was supposed to be 1500 Oh, was it 15? And it's like 2500 Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, that's hopefully, hopefully they're going to stick to their original pricing. New nope. Quote for the nope. civilian version. No?
1: Nope. Fucked. Yeah. No, screw you.
0: <laughs> yeah. mm. Well, uh, it has some cool features on it that I'm excited to check out. One, it. <coughs> oh god damn! Drink more beer. I was losing my voice because I already had to do a podcast today.
1: So, it's like a mall, but better. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like a mall, but actually works, but, but not shit. Yeah. It's like
0: a mall, but it actually can like you can get rain and snow on it, and it actually works. Um, yeah, so it's got an aluminum body, and it's got the button. The fire button is like centered at the back of the unit, and um, it's got a really cool fo- beam focus. Yeah, that lever that on seems of really
1: it. sick to me. Instead of trying to rotate and twist that <gasps> shit, mm-hmm. and yeah. then your petri dish rotates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By you, petri dish, I mean like what you're looking at when correct. you shine an IR light through a, mm-hmm. a laser. It looks like a kaleidoscope of shit. It does, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's exactly what it looks like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like it because it's got that adjuster on the top that you can just flip really quick with your thumb and it adjusts the the spot and flood divergence yeah. so that you can open it way up or you can like narrow it down with just your thumb like that, which I thought was I
1: thought that was pretty cool. Um I mean that'd be so sick though, and you're like, I have to get through that window. Zoop.
0: Yeah. Yeah, without taking your hand off the gun. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm
1: behind a bush and I have to
0: put my light through the bush through yeah. this little gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's going to be a really great feature. The only thing that I'm still kind of. I really like the Wilcox Raid laser, the Raid X, because it's got the laser is over the bore line center center over the bore yep. line. Now that fucks you for having uh you know, a backup iron sight, you have to would, would have, to have to run it. have to run it behind. Yeah, you'd have to run it behind it or you have to run it in an offset or configuration. Drill a hole through it. Yeah. It's just you don't you don't get to have a you don't get to you're gonna have to be careful of like how you mount a backup iron sight on it. But like having the having the beam over the bore line to where now you just have to worry about a holdover versus like converging shit. Because yep. everybody's like still
1: the, the new OGL from Eotech is still still on the right side. Yep, still on the right side, or so. like one o'clock position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. so, but then it's also like you've been training dudes on that system forever, forever. Yeah. Why change it? Mm-hmm. There's good reason to, but also like it's not broke. Yeah, yeah. I love Wilcox stuff. They're just
0: they're just they've never been set up for co- a commercial model. Like they're trying to sell commercially.
1: Yeah, but their rangefinder that I want is twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, it's also smaller than this, like battery pack right here. I know, but it's twelve thousand dollars. I know, it's ridiculous. And it has built in lots of things. I'm sure it's
0: a sick piece (laughs) of gear. Like Wilcox does a great job with their gear, but they're retardedly expensive.
1: Yeah, very much so. Yeah, it's pay to play for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a case of like Wilcox Master Race for sure. If you have any of their gear over there, like yeah, like they make a red dot sight with a. That's integrated with the the boss. You seen that thing? Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, how much was that? Six grand or something? I don't know, but I could use one on my MP5. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a... It's a red dot site that has a laser... It's like if you took a Mm D-ball, and then you put a red dot on top of it. Yeah. And it's one unit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then that's... six. I think it's six grand. Everything you need in one unit. But it's six grand. Yeah, but it's Wilcox. So you can (laughs) flex on all the pores. Mm -hmm. That's... Oh you have B. E. Myers? That's cute. That's cute. I have have a Wilcox. Wilcox. I have a Wilcox, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, your mall, that's so cute. Not not only does it not work, but it's just so cute. My laser was twice as much.
1: Yeah, Yeah, so the show went well. And now here we're are you gonna announce which podcasts we have coming? No. No? No, people will just have not even a little teaser? No. Okay. No. Yeah, we have the, the, the some per- people coming on. <clears throat> yeah, we have some. We have
0: some people coming on. Yeah, yeah. Ivan from Kit Badger is one of them. We will let that out. That, that <clears throat> we'll up. let that. We'll let that cat out of the bag. That one. Okay. Yeah, Ivan from Kit Badger came on. We had a great interview. We had a great talk about him getting canceled from YouTube.
1: Speaking of getting canceled from YouTube, are we going to talk about that now? <laughs> yeah, I. I feel like we should. This is the topic we're going to discuss. Mm-hmm. Of all the topics you could discuss.
0: Well, I figured that we would start with that and then we would like maybe segue our way into the Chinese balloon debacle. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. You almost sprayed. Where does two lamb fit in there? Good. I mean, he kind of dovetails into, into the, the Chinese. Like we, we can talk about the Chinese balloon <laughs> debacle and then we can dovetail how two lamb is training Chinese commandos. That's okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's going <laughs> to fire the internet up. Spicy internet. It's going to fire the internet up. Okay, it's going to fire the internet up. Um yeah. So
1: we got our warning strike from YouTube. Yep. And they were pissed we off. Just monetized and then got our first warning strike.
0: Yeah, immediately. Yeah. Literally a week later. Week later like we, I was so excited cuz I showed up to the show. <laughs> and you know, because I've been big on like the, like, let's, we gotta, we gotta make money on all of our endeavors. Otherwise it doesn't make sense to like spend as much money or as much time as we do into it if it's not going to give us some type of return. So I was really excited that we've been on YouTube for like six or seven months Mm -hmm. and we have like, I don't know, 20, 20 or 25 videos up is all. And we were, we got, we were able to monetize really quick. So we got the monetize email where YouTube's like, congratulations. You're ready to monetize. We're like, what? Yeah, we're okay. like... They're like, welcome to our YouTube p- paid partner program or whatever. Their, par- their partner program. I forgot what the fuck it's called. Hey, you're a person now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we can make money off of you, so we're wor- you're worthy of us to at least send an email to. You. So I but. was super excited about that and then literally got back from the show, went through the show super excited on Cloud9 because I'm like, yeah, we fucking... Now we can start monetizing, making money off of fucking YouTube. And literally getting back from the show, I get an email. Mm -hmm. You've received a community strike and warning. Yep. And I get on. And not only did they give us a warning, uh, but they were like, we pulled your video down. Please review it. (laughs) And it was our M4A1 clone build. Yep. And they pulled it for... Us, for me, putting that suppressor on, the, sh- the Surefire suppressor. Yeah, mounting a suppressor. Mounting a suppressor, they pulled it for that. So, you know me, I just can't let shit like that fly. So, I was like, okay. Well, we
1: we had an idea that maybe that would happen, and we knew YouTube was clamping down on things like that. Yeah, I just was hoping we were going to fly under the radar. Like, I thought we were small enough that no one would know. Yeah, I didn't think... <laughs>
0: like, we've got, like, less than... I think we've got, like, 1,400 followers now. So I was like, you know...
1: Yeah, but... We're we're small enough that they're... How many millions of videos are there of people, like, full-auto mag-dumping into trash and blowing shit up and almost blowing themselves up on YouTube? A lot. And, like, (laughs) you putting a suppressor on the end of a gun. Yeah, there's hundreds
0: of thousands of videos up. Some people have way more followers than we do. So I was like, we're not going to get scrutinized. And plus, plus, here's the other thing. I read through the... the the firearms guidelines, community guidelines regarding the firearms rules <clears throat> and we didn't do anything wrong. In your eyes? No, in plain fucking English in their goddamn community guidelines. Well, you know,
1: some people will read that English and come up with their own conclusions and that's mm-hmm. what happened.
0: Yeah, so <clears throat> I had them review the video. I filed an appeal and of course stated my reason and I was trying to find like, I wasn't a dick about this whole process. Like we're going to do a YouTube video on this and I'm going to show all of the traffic that went back and forth between us and YouTube and YouTube to their credit, like their customer service girl that we dealt with autumn. She was a sweetheart. She was super nice. She was super um, polite during the whole, um, you know, interaction of Mm -hmm. us on chat and on email. She's, she's been great. However, they're doing that thing that they that the left is really, really famous for where it's like we have this really crazy uh, thing that doesn't make sense and we're just going to keep repeating it back to you about why it's right even though it's clearly wrong.
1: If we say it enough times, if it'll, we say be, it enough it'll times, be true.
0: Yeah, if we say it enough times, it'll be true. You know, It's like the same shit they did with the pandemic. Like, yep. They had talking points and then they're like, it's science even though it wasn't. And they just kept spitting that at people until people either got fucking tired of engaging them and fighting with them or started were dumb enough to actually start believing them. So they were like, they kept firing back at me. You violated the community guidelines. You, and I was like, how? Tell me what clause I violated. And they were like, well, you tried to sell dangerous, illegal, or regulated goods. And I was like, nope. Try, try again. I was like, we put up no links. We promoted no specific companies. We cited no verbally or, or otherwise in the comments. Nothing was illegal. Nothing was illegal. Like, I legally owned that firearm. I legally owned that suppressor. So, like, nothing that we did was illegal in there. And I kept saying that, like, what specific guideline... And they're like, you need to go read our guidelines. That was the other thing. They went back and forth between, you need to go read our guidelines. Here's the link to, you were trying to sell dangerous or illegal or regulated goods. And then they finally came back after like a bunch of exchanges. And they're like, oh, it's because you installed a suppressor. Mm. And I was like, what's illegal or dangerous about that? Right. I, I legally own that firearm. I legally own that suppressor. What is the, what's, what is the, and the girl was like, and this is just tribute to how. What was their wording, right? The homemade. Right, which I pointed out to him. But first, they I had to get them to admit like what the problem was because they, they tried to lead off with you were trying to sell dangerous, illegal, or regulated goods. None the of which my The same way happened.
1: Instagram was saying you were soliciting sex or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. soliciting
0: illegal. Yeah, like I think, yeah. I, yes, I think that was one of the things that the, the Instagram accused me from,
1: of. Inciting
0: violence. Yeah, I was was inciting violence and I was soliciting like sex because I reposted some artwork of a girl riding a mushroom or something like that. That was the dude that I got that art, his artwork and reposted it, like had uh, like 150,000 followers. And apparently it's not a problem for him to have his page with 150,000 followers of him putting up his artwork. But I put up his artwork. Yeah, yeah. Strike. Strike. So yeah, so YouTube was doing the same thing. Yep. They're like, hey... You're doing this, and I'm like, no, I'm not. And they're like, yes, you are. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And they're like, it's yes, not you illegal. are. And then, yeah. And the girl does this. She goes, "We'll prove that it's yours." I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, tax stamp, send it off to her. Nope. <laughs> that threw her for a loop. She's like, "Hold on, I need to convert. I need to consult with our our in house team real quick." Is this actually a thing? Yeah. Like that's, I think that's the problem. Part of the problem at YouTube is you have all of these fucking anti-gun, retarded lefties that work in the tech industry in California, and they don't know gun laws. Like they don't know guns and they don't know gun laws, and they're like all gun bad, and they don't or realize I think they it. just
1: they they don't give a shit. They don't care if they don't know it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the other angle too. It's that's not like they're trying to learn it. No, which they should be. Um. So. Because what, why? Because it's automatic bad. Yeah. Automatic bad. Why is, would I have to learn anything about them? I know everything yeah. I need to know. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's their attitude. That's not
0: necessarily the truth. So, <coughs> so yeah, so they ended up, oh, they ended up, um, coming back at me and saying, yes, it's because you installed this. And then I sent them a copy of the tax stamp and they were like, oh, and she was gone for like a really long time. She's gone for like 10 minutes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hiccup. She was gone. Uh, she's gone for like 10 minutes and she came back on and she, and then she was like, thank you for sending that. And then she, and then she went on to be like, well, I need time to consult with our team. Mm -hmm. So I will send you an email and we will let you know. And she was like, is there anything else you need me to know about this situation? And I said, yes, I need YouTube to take this into consideration. And I gave her an example. I was like, it's not against community guidelines for me to own a vehicle. I'm, Licensed to own a vehicle and drive it. I'm insured. It's not illegal or against community guidelines for me to buy a bumper for my truck and do a video of me installing that bumper on my truck and then do a video of me driving that truck. So I was like, why is it against community guidelines for me to legally own a firearm?
1: Because it's a firearm, legally. Not a truck.
0: Yeah, but I can kill just as many people with a vehicle. Yeah, but they don't
1: give a shit. I can drive that into One's a truck. One's less scary. I could fucking if you, kill if more you,
0: people with a vehicle than I can <clears throat> with a fucking truck. Right, firearm.
1: but the, the, then they'd be going after trucks for like not being green would be mm. the equivalent. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... So w- what it is is just it's more political
0: censorship and stupidity. Um, but anyway, we went, we went back and forth. And of course, like I was like, hey, appeal. They were like, nope. And they stuck to their guns and then they sent mm-hmm. me a another email and basically reiterated the same shit that they were trying to accuse me of the first go around, which is you were trying to sell illegal and regulated goods. Yeah. And the other thing that I pointed out to him too is like, it says very specifically in their community guidelines, homemade suppressor.
1: So if language matters and details matter. Yeah. Like the comma wasn't in the right place to imply that suppressors or homemade suppressors, it was homemade suppressors, suppressors. Yeah. It's, there's no comma. Yeah, It's not
0: homemade comma Suppressed. silencers and yeah. suppressors. It's right. homemade suppressors and silencers, yeah. which is two different things.
1: Which is very illegal to go with the, the oil filters and all that stuff and not filing for... Yeah, that, yeah. That, that'll make sense. Yeah, I w- and I told her that in the, while we were
0: chatting as I was like, it makes complete sense from a gu- guideline perspective that you would have that be against community guidelines because that's technically illegal. Mm-hmm. You cannot go to the hardware store and buy a bunch of fucking... Flat washers and make baffles and put them inside of a PVC tube. Unless you are in certain states. Yeah. So I mean, it's <laughs> yes, yes. Unless you're in certain states. But we're I'm not sorry. Gonna, did I throw you for a loop? I mean, we're not going to get into that whole ball <laughs> of wax because that's a whole different conversation. But yeah, there's there are certain states in the union that have firearms freedom acts where NFA does not apply. And yes, if you build it in that state and it stays within the state boundary. It's completely legal and not subject to NFA, but those are there's only like seven states in the union that
1: yep. do that. But in the grand scheme of things, but you, in the grand yes.
0: scheme of things, it is illegal to take
1: a oil filter from an Ace oil Hardware filter and use it as a suppressor, correct? Yeah. So,
0: um, I can see why that would be against community guidelines totally. So, I explained that to her and I said, but in the case of you legally purchased through legal means a commercial grade, professionally manufactured suppressor and you legally own it, why is it against community guidelines for me to attach it to a gun and shoot it? And these people that are getting nailed for putting a magazine in a gun and shooting it, that's like nowhere in any of the community guidelines you can get on right now and nowhere in there does it say that you can't show the insert of a magazine or... yeah
1: unloading and loading a firearm or yep. any of that stuff. you cannot yeah. that says nowhere in any of that so there is a thing about um
0: mags over 30 rounds right yes there yeah. is a thing with high, yeah what they consider high capacity um which is anything over 30 rounds so belt feds. Y- yes which is crazy to me because there's still <laughs> all kinds of movie clips there's still all kinds of like Movie clips of James Bond and and Jason Bourne and all these dudes. those are movie
1: clips and those are video games, which are the two things exempt from the whole firearms censorship program. Yeah, which is stupid because it's still the perpetuation of violence.
0: Just because it's a cartoon or because it's a movie for entertainment purposes, it's still the perpetuation of violence. No, we're not saying video games make people violent. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm saying that
1: you can't be like, oh, well, this perpetuation or this Correct. this example of violence. for You inter- putting a suppressor on a gun that you own and legally own is the same perpetuation of violence as Scarface seen with drugs and M16s.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like you can't like – I'm, I'm like why is it okay for Scarface to do a huge fucking face full of blow and go out and like blow people up with a fully automatic like yep. 203 grenade launcher? Yep. But I can't like take a firearm that I legally own – put a suppressor on it and mm-hmm. shoot a steel plate with it. I just, I don't un, like, does not compute in my world. So one's real and one's a movie.
1: Yeah. And the movie's for everyone's entertainment and therefore it's okay because it looks cool. Yeah, but then... narco culture culture's in right now. But who's... <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: not wrong. You're not wrong. But who's... But then who gets to decide what's for entertainment purposes? Is it for entertainment purposes for me to if like... it's a toy or to, a video to, game. To do an instructional video... Or to do a video for information purposes for our like, that's it. that's entertainment as well. So now who gets to decide what's entertainment
1: or education and what's not? Like that's what I'm saying. Is just if the, w- the, the way gun you- is real, no. If the gun is virtual, allowed. Yeah, it's dumb. that. There's no like arb- That's the arbitrary line. That's yeah. But it's dumb as shit. Well, that's I what agree- they're doing. Yeah, I know that's what they're doing.
0: I don't need you to tell me what the fuck they're doing. I know what they're doing. Right? So just there's they're fucking censoring the shit out of us for fucking because they're a bunch of anti-gun cunts. I mean, that's basically what's happening. Yes. So we just have to we have to deal with that. But we got good news today, did we not?
1: That Congress is doing things. Yeah, because we were thing?
0: we were. Researching getting on Rumble, right? Yeah. Because we're going to do that. We're getting on Rumble so that we can diversify our content. Because the last thing I'm going to do... Let us
1: know if we should do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're already on Rumble, let us know how you like Rumble. We're looking at Rumble right now. So, yeah, I'm not going to grow another huge following to get fucking deleted again. So, which we could... You and I have the... We can do very... Like, I'm really good at getting shadow we're banned. We're very good at getting it. deleted. Yeah, very good at it. I'm professional at it now. So... I'm not going to build another huge following on YouTube for us to get shadow banned or deleted on YouTube. So mm-hmm. we're going to, once again, continue to diversify the content strategy, have another fucking platform where hopefully we can do what we want to do it's without. It's such a pain. Yeah, it's dumb <laughs> as shit. So um, we did get good news today. You were like, hey, you were on Rumble and you came across a video and yeah. from a very prominent gun tuber. I don't remember what his name is. Mr. Guns and Gear? Mr. Guns and Gear. Yeah, didn't he have like 800,000 followers on YouTube? Yeah, he did. He was, he was massive on YouTube. He was yeah. one of the original dudes. Yeah, so he got shut down. YouTube completely. came in. And what was wild about his story is that, yeah, they shut him down completely. What was wild about his story was he actually went in and tried to edit one of his videos using the blur tool. Yeah, they told him to edit it this way. Yeah, they specifically told him, go in and edit it like this and use our blur tool.
1: Use the blur over the suppressor being attached. Yeah,
0: and he did that. And the second he put that video up, they gave him another strike for putting a video yeah. up with a suppressor in it,
1: even though it was blurred out, and they shut his channel They gave down. him a warning and then they gave him the strike, right, yeah. or they gave him a second strike? The second strike. Second strike. And they shut his channel down. <laughs>
0: So then he went and got with a bunch of very other prominent gun tubers and companies in the industry, and they got Congress involved. And I think... Brought in censorship laws. They brought, yeah, they brought some censorship laws to the table. And uh, those censorship laws got shoved in in, uh, YouTube's YouTube's face, and they now have, I think, according to him, reversed their position on how extreme they were getting with their... Censorship of YouTube. Yeah, censorship of YouTube. So I'm hoping that this will
1: allow us to continue to do what we're doing on YouTube. I mean, I'd be curious. Yeah. I'm also like, how have some pages just not been shut down? Yeah, well, I mean, that was the other thing, too, that that I was like, I got on. There are pages that show you how to build shape charges out of wine bottles. Yes. On YouTube.
0: Yes, correct.
1: But you can't show a dude, like, safely dismantling a firearm so that a new gun owner can, like, learn how to clean their shit.
0: Right. Yeah, you can't perform standardized maintenance yeah. safely on a firearm to teach all of these new gun owners, like, how to do something properly and how safely. How to safely
1: load and unload your gun.
0: Yeah, you can't do that. Nope. But you know what you can do? You can do a face full of blow and shoot a bunch of people in a movie, or you can, like, build shape charges out of wine bottles and blow shit up, and it's completely fine. Like, all these stupid prank things that people do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the, the, what I thought was hilarious is like right after we got this strike, I got on YouTube and immediately Google or put in, I mean, it is Google, so I can say Google. I put in attaching a silencer to a, a weapon mm-hmm. and I put that in the search bar in YouTube. Yeah.
1: And pages, a page million, after page yeah, after results page show up. Show up. And I went through like the how first. How to swap muzzle device. Yeah. How to, how to change hub thread. Right. Benefits of chemo. benefit, yeah. Right. All everything. Yeah. All of it was there. There's like still
0: literally thousands of videos up of people attaching suppressors to, yep. to guns that are still up on the channel. And I'm like – So th- then – Like assembling lowers, uppers, modifying yeah. hand guards. Yeah. Doing all yeah. the things yep. that they said were against community guidelines that technically are not. So, yeah, that was that
1: – That's was like an- a full-time job for them to just go after
0: Yeah. It's ridiculous. (laughs) So we had that happen and now we're once again being creative with our media strategy and we're going to do what we we need to do to grow and flourish. But hopefully this was enough to get YouTube to stop being retarded animals and going after everybody because they just have a, a different belief system or political position on things mm-hmm. like hopefully that this will fix things yep for a certain amount of time doubt might, it it might be a, i mean
1: i'm optimistic but i doubt it
0: it might be a bullet wound on the band-aid and then they will they'll
1: change up the writing yeah to get what they actually want yeah i think i mean all like of us they th- always do any big corporation does yep. they go back to the the fine print yep. And they reword it I think that'll probably end up be what happens is like they learned
0: some valuable lessons and they're doing the AAR right now. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is their complaints about how our shit is worded. We'll just go back and word it how they said we should word it. And then that will, or how we want it to get around everything that they're saying mm-hmm. and bringing to us. And
1: then it will be against community, the printed community, community guide. guideline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Attaching I mean. anything or inserting anything. Yeah. Even shouldering it. Yeah. Having it on camera. Well, what kills me is like their their live stream policy is
0: like you cannot handle a yep. firearm at all. Well, that's like it can't be. You can't do a live stream of anything with a firearm in it, and you can't live stream with you carrying even a gun box to your truck.
1: Like it, I it mean, says, you realize part of why that is right It's because enough people have off themselves on fucking live streams. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I that like when a gun comes out on the live stream at auto, like boop, nope. Okay. We don't need thirty kids to see Billy blow his brains out because yeah. of Nirvana. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, No, that's you know? a good. that's excellent. Yeah, excellent that I,
1: like so that I can kind of understand. Yeah. Yeah. Is it bullshit? Yeah, but like, from a lawyer perspective and a big company perspective, like, okay, yeah. suicide's a thing. People have off themselves on camera. Yeah, televised suicide, yeah,
0: yeah. live streaming suicides
1: probably. Or like the thing. Russian couple kids that were like shooting people on the street yeah. and like live streaming it, mm-hmm. school live streaming. Yeah, I get that. Yeah.
0: You know that would encourage bad behavior for sure. So like yeah, that's a good that's a good call. Yeah, I don't have as much problem with that policy as I do with them just continuing to re- reiterate that we violated their community guidelines when we yeah. clear when we clearly did not. So, yeah, I'll be interested to see how we progress with YouTube. But in the meantime, we'll be maybe going to Rumble or another platform. We'll see. We will continue. Are you okay? Did you repressurize right there? I did. Okay. All right. So then, the moment everybody's been waiting for Chinese surveillance balloons in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't bother Canada too much. It's (laughs) about time. Yeah, it didn't
1: bother Canada that much because Canada, like Trudeau, definitely has Chinese dick in his mouth. It's about time the U.S. was like, oh my God, we're not the only people with spy things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Like, it was bound to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one else has the balls? No. No, Well, I mean, like,
0: if... I mean, I can't blame the Chinese for fucking swinging that fucking sword because... We have an administration right now that's a bunch of fucking retards. They're just dumber than shit, and it's not like they it. It's not surprising to me that the Chinese are getting more bold, more bold, more bold, and they're like, "We're gonna do this because you have a fucking senile, fucking dementia-addled, fucking idiot that hides TSSCI docks next to his Corvette in the garage."
1: It, oh my god. <laughs> The Chinese are like, fuck yeah, this is perfect. They don't need a spy satellite. They just need a maid in his fucking house. Mm -hmm. If they don't already. They probably have that. Yeah. They probably have that. They're probably the ones that reported him to the FBI. His like bed nurse that like changes out his bedpan and gives him his like IVs at the end of the night is Mm -hmm. actually a CCP. Yeah, she's a (laughs) CCP agent. (laughs) Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And she was like, we're going
0: to leak this information to the FBI.
1: That's great. Yeah,
0: this is where we're at as a country right now. And there's now. a
1: second balloon Yeah, there over was Venezuela, second. supposedly.
0: Well, that's probably just one that floated past us that we didn't even detect and made it all the way through or the United it, like, States. Or it
1: connects, they all talk.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. With there's networking. only a certain
1: range, right, that mm-hmm. the, the one balloon can get to. Unless like they're
0: uplinking to a satellite that's hundred fli- nautical miles. Uh, uh, unless there's a, a satellite that it's uplinking to that's flying, that's orbiting. Yeah, how that.
1: else? Do, yeah, we've been intercepting the signal somehow. Yeah. We've had surveillance planes circling this thing since we found out about it. Mm, jamming it. Yeah. I don't think we're even jamming it. We're well, just, that's like, what it, intercepting.
0: That's what it said on in Instagram. Said we were, It said we were jamming it to prevent any intel from, like, being transmitted back to the CCP, which is probably bullshit. Can you jam something and
1: intercept the Intel at the same time?
0: I don't know. I mean, nowadays, yeah, probably. I don't know if that used to be the case, like, back in my day. Because I'm
1: assuming we'd want to know what it's transmitting as opposed to just, like, blocking the signal.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can block it and intercept it at the same time. I would hope so. I would hope so, too. So, yeah. So a lot of people were pretty fired up about that. As they should be.
1: But also, like, that's what they're fired up about, not... Mm -hmm. Everything else that's going on wrong with the government? Oh God, yeah. I mean, don't even get me started. Like we could turn we could turn the whole episode into things that the Biden administration is L- of for. like other Chinese spies doing things. Yeah, or yeah, of other things that are going on. I mean, this is sleeping with congressmen. Yeah, correct.
0: I, I think yeah, marrying them. Yeah, marrying the House Speaker. The I think it's Mitch McConnell is who I'm talking about. Do some research, people. Um, I think that it's a uh, it's probably on the low hanging fruit of things. And this is probably Kansas City shuffle type shit where it's like, here's the distractionary measure. Yep, yep. Don't pay attention. Here's what the left hand is doing. We're putting balloons up. Don't pay attention to what the right hand's doing, which is far more nefarious things.
1: Or they were just like, ah. Hey, let's see if this works and what their response time is. Yeah, let's see how long it takes them to figure this out. I mean, it's no different from when we were like flying drones over Russia and China in the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes, we had drones back then. Yeah, yeah. It was so. part of the Oxcart program, mm-hmm. and it was that little like D seventy something yep. whatever drone, mm-hmm. and one of them crashed over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, that happened. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. They didn't have a drone because it's too fast. So they've sent a little weather balloon that no one fucking noticed for yeah. like half its traverse across the globe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, we. yes, you're correct. We do amazingly similar shit to other countries. Um, so I think it's hilarious that, yes, you're right, that this showed up
1: in our backyard. And I just love how also. low tech it is because, of course. That's why it
0: worked. Yeah. That's why it worked so correct. good. Correct. is because it's low, super low tech. Yeah, probably cost them nothing to, like, put that, those balloons up. Like, are you it. mad or impressed? Like, kind of both. <laughs> A little bit of both, yeah. A both. I'm like, oh, wow. That's like, great. that's really ballsy. Yeah.
1: And they fucking pulled it off. They did, yeah. And who knows how much intelligence they got out of that. Yeah, they flew across the entire continental U.S. Mm-hmm. From Alaska to Florida. Yeah, before we did. Across anything. how many military bases? Yeah. All of them. <laughs> yeah. All, all
0: of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to hit that base in Alaska, and then we're going to swing down and like go check out Fort lewis McCord over Washington, mm-hmm. and then the jet stream is going to carry us over Montana where we have some— All the nukes and the yeah. Dakotas. Yep, all of that. Then we're going to float down through Missouri. Fort Bragg. Or, yeah, <laughs> Fort Bragg and Fort Hurlburt Field and like all the things.
1: hmm Yeah. And then ended its life getting shot down in the Atlantic mm-hmm. by a bunch of Raptors just to prove that the Raptor program is viable. Yes.
0: <laughs> it will be interesting to see what the what the payload is, if the if the press even covers it. I'd be mean, interested to see how, how tech high tech the payload
1: that was on that balloon is. Or even like were they done gathering all the intels, they shot it down as opposed to like just popping the balloon somehow.
0: Well yeah, that's what I was confused. Because I about. saw
1: the video and it was like, oh no, that missile splashed. Yeah. It they, went, yeah. and then the balloon went, and then the little thing folded and crumbled and plummeted into the ocean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they didn't just gun strafe it with some 30 mil and punch some holes in it and let it deflate. And like, as it was descending, get you get the Batman
1: C-130 Yeah. with the sky hook. With the sky hook on it to <laughs> swing by and grab it out of the air. Or Dude, that would be so metal. Yeah. I don't understand why... They didn't do We finally found a use for a skyhook. Mm-hmm. Was it for Batman? No, 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 no. Chinese spy balloon. Chinese spy balloon.
0: <laughs> uh, or, I don't understand why they didn't just, yeah, like I said, just machine gun it and just let it float down. Like, pop some holes in it so that it like loses air and like starts descending, and then you've got enough time to position some
1: a ship, some type of naval vessel, hopefully, underneath I it. I don't think you can just pop holes in it and let it deflate. I feel like the whole thing will just...
0: I mean, yeah, it depends on what type of material and how many times you shoot it. I feel like that material, like, if you're going to, like, put a balloon up that's going to carry, because how long, that you said it was 60 meters? The payload on it was 60 Supposedly.
1: meters? Supposedly. I mean, from people, like, doing measurements with their telescopes and oh, shit. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I and mean, they're like, I, well, if it's between 40 and 60,000 feet. Yeah, math nerds started doing math yeah.
0: things and figured some shit out about it. Well, if the payload was that big, it had some equipment on it that I would be interested to know exactly what it was. Like, how many thermal cameras did they have they to find? find bodies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, would, I would like to know. I'd like to know what. <laughs> that would suck ass. I would like to know. And what, we've killed some Chinese Navy people. I mean, cost of doing business if you're going to, yeah. I feel like they wouldn't give a shit if we got caught flying something over their airspace and they, spying on them and they shot it down and it had a pilot in it. I doubt that they would give a fuck. No. Yeah. They haven't in the
1: past. Yeah, no.
0: So, yeah, I don't, my heart is not broken if there was
1: Chinese pilots involved. But they also would not be handling it. The same way we would. Mm-mm. They'd be shooting that shit down the second it gets into their airspace. Yeah,
0: the second it even <laughs> came near... The, the second it was in their international waters, they would have fucking shot it down. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know why we decided to let it fly across the whole United States. Before it's we so we
1: to. can gather information from it and see what it's transmitting before we decide to shoot it down. Our Which government... Which has some viability, to be fair. It does, but it's also... You could just shoot it down.
0: Another classic case of how this administration just makes really, really bad strategic and tactical decisions in a defense capacity. Like, hor- horrifically bad. So, it is what it is. What are we at? We're in an hour. Look at that. We were ranting about things, and we hit our hour mark. You forgot to talk about another really poor tactical decision. Which is that tra- tra- training
1: CCP? Training Chinese Command. Special Forces in yeah. the U.S.
0: training... Chinese special forces in the U S
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So are you going <laughs> to, yeah. So, and upon surfing the webs, we found, you found it. So talk about you. What were you just like surfing the gram one day
1: and you found it or what? I think Atlas news or someone posted a picture or video linking to CCP SF dudes that were like, Doing cool guy pictures with their mm-hmm. stolen nods from mm-hmm. Kandahar Airport. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then uh, we were looking it up. I went to this dude's page and I was like, okay, is he actually in the PLASF? And we're like, oh, those are the uniforms. That looks like a military base. That's him and a bunch of other dudes all kitted out. And then that's him in Tulam. Wait, that's him in Tulam? Mm hmm. <laughs> And it wasn't just him and two lamb. No, it was him and a buddy mm-hmm. at one of two lambs classes. Yeah. With a bunch of us civilian dudes all training together. Yeah. Taking one of Ronin tactics classes. And I was like, Whoa.
0: Yeah. And they Wait. also, yeah. And they also trained with Dom Rasso at dynamist Alliance. And they also trained with Dom Rasso. Cause they had pictures of him and them and Dom hanging yep. out. Yep. And, and then it ended- was like
1: the same two or three dudes.
0: Yeah, and then in the next photo—it's him with a Chinese flag in a Chinese military
1: uniform. Yeah, with with nods and their new rifle. Yeah, like somewhere off the coast of Taiwan was one of the tags. I read Chinese, so I could read that. Yeah, but yeah, they were doing their little exercises deployed off the coast of Taiwan. Yeah. Yes.
0: So. If you are a instructor out there, you're not supposed to train foreign nationals in anything that can be defense related, to include any type of firearms training. So is that ITAR it is violation? An, yeah, it's an ITAR violation yeah. restriction. So, if you're in the firearms business and you're out there training people, pay the fuck who your attention. Pay, pay attention to who you're training and vet your students properly. Two, and DOM, so that you're not training the enemy. That'd be great. So,
1: because I'm sure they are probably some of the best students there, mm-hmm. taking all the notes down, like good little Asian students. Yep, like I would be, yep. and then bringing it back to your team and being mm-hmm. like, "This is how they did it." Yeah, well, they had follow up videos on that page of them like
0: back in China on some yeah range, in a fucking like, kill
1: house. Yeah, in a shoot they had house. their shoot house. Yeah,
0: they had the they had video of their shoot house in China on mm-hmm. their military base that they were like doing all the high speed, yep, CQB shit in that two and. Dom Dom trained him in. So, yeah. We are definitely at war with China. Don't fucking think otherwise. So if you want good training,
1: don't go to the modern warfare people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't go to video game characters. So, yeah, those things happened. Yep. That was genuinely surprising to me. Like, whoa.
0: Yeah, I was shocked. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? But it just, like, reinforced always vet your students. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and they probably played that, like...
0: No, Everybody's probably afraid... Well, we
1: know they're, like, American-born. Mm-hmm. They probably went to school in the U.S., yeah. speak English the way I would. Yep. And they're just like, oh, it's another Asian kid from South Central L.A. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's actually Chinese soft. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Chinese soft. Chinese Jedbergs in infiltrating the country and, or growing up here, long-term fucking plants and then they're recruited to go back to the CCP after they fulfill whatever intelligence collection mission or whatever they've got going on here. And they do, you know, kind of like your girl, Eileen Gu, who wants to like be be on the Olympic team here and go to the Olympic training facility and train with the U S Olympic team and get all the high speed training. She looks good and get sponsored by Nike and then go Red Bull and then quit the U S team to go, go compete on the Chinese Olympic team. I would have revoked her citizenship so fast it would have made her head spin. I'd have been like, oh cool, you you want to train and use all of our assets and resources and go to Stanford here in the U.S. and then you're going to go back and compete on the Chinese team? Have fun in China. Your U.S. citizenship is now revoked.
1: Bye! I I love you. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's better skiers. Yeah, Michaela Schifrin, the goat. She just beat Lindsey Vonn. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're a ski nerd. I know. Yeah, big time ski nerd. Yeah, I dig that.
0: Okay, well, I think we've probably like put enough. We we've thrown not. enough. We've thrown enough frag, fragmentation grenades for this Wednesday. We did not cover nearly anything wanted to cover. I know, oh, but okay. there was so much. Yeah. We had so much. Like I could talk for easily another hour. Yeah. We could talk well, for another hour next week. Yeah,
1: or two weeks from now. Yeah, two. We we'll got part two.
0: So next week, we've got our good friend, Matt Griffin.
1: Yeah. Shot Show Part 1. Yeah.
0: Shot Show Prelude Part 1. So yeah, be looking for Mr. Griffin of Combat Flip Flops fame and fortune. Okay. Well, should we get out of here? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us this week on Weapons Free Wednesday. We'll catch you next week. Peace.
1: up me!